Um, so you guys are back again at Sang to Sound. There's a big guy who frequents here who uh, may have seen us spying on him last night. You get a full view now of uh, the man you feared the most, which was Harry. Clenching his fists, he just starts uh, moving towards you. So go ahead and roll initiative. Oh boy. Listen, buddy, it's nothing personal. It's just business. You stab into him a couple more times. Um, you see he's in a bad spot. So I don't know what's going to stop this guy. You see Hildy steps in. She tries to cast hold person. You see he freezes in place. Um, and you guys eke out of the building. Get your paper. I'll grab a paper. And you see there are a few a few different headlines. One of them is uh, Utopia Exchange finalizes deal to open stores in multiple cities. Another one is uh, play Children of Twilight in town this week only. Kind of struck out at the school at this point. Well, you know. Time to investigate the mom. Um, so there's a few things you can learn about the company. Um, they were founded by her husband. His name is Tannerin Fortbright. He has since passed good to turn in early today you are resting and you're in the middle of a very um vivid dream the goal it's like right there you're reaching out <laughs> bring, bring, and then your eyes shoot open and the spell phone is ringing <sighs> check the tracks and then a click check the tracks get dressed and go down to the station um you spot what appears to be in the darkness a body. This is most likely Callie Fortbright. Uh, one of her legs is like sticking upright, um, and she's wearing these little like pump shoes. They're like caked in mud. It seems like she's dressed for a date. Do you want to do one last inside check for me? Get 20! You just get this gut feeling that you need to roll her over. Do it. You see uh, in her back there is like a, a strange hole. Um, around where her heart would be. Put the body back over and try and just get a picture of the whole scene. The guard is like walking over to you. He's holding a torch. You know, the station's closed. Well, uh, somebody should tell her that. You gotta stay here, all right? You gotta stay, you gotta stay right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call this in. Can I give him my business card? They know where to find me. Um, so you head back to your flat, definitely have a lot swimming through your brain regarding the job that you have received. So, I'm guessing that after last time you went home and and tried to sleep, right? Yes, I would like to try to finish my long rest. Okay. So your long rest um, last time was thoroughly interrupted. Um, so you would kind of have to start that again because you walked one hour there, investigated, and then walked one hour back. So I imagine that you get back to your, um, to your flat from investigating the body at nearly 5 a.m. You plop down into your bed, probably fully clothed again. <laughs> and, and just as you're falling asleep, um, you are awoken again by a knocking at the door. It's like that feeling where you're like just finally dozing off and then instantaneously bang, bang, bang on the door. Um, you hear it creak open much as it did the night before. And Hildy pokes her head in and she says, Ewan, it's 8 a.m. I'm heading to the office. 
Um, and then she slams the door really hard. <laughs> and you hear her footsteps recede. Um, so you can get up now and have another short rest, or you can be late and have a long rest. It's totally up to you. These are the kind of adult decisions you have to contend with. I get back Bardic Inspiration on a short rest, right? Nope, I believe that's only on a long rest. Because otherwise you would have had it for last time, investigating the body. Oh, yep. You are right. Goosh. Gish, gosh, gish. Uh, I think we're just going to have to roll roll through today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Get out of bed. There's consequences to going someplace in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, I really want to develop this picture and reload the camera. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Ewan, um, you roll out of bed. Um, feels like you've gotten hardly any sleep. Um, like, yeah, you're, you're a little bit more rested, but it's rough. You had a long night. You pop out of bed and then you're going to head to the office. Yep. All right. Slip your shoes on and head out of the flat. Um, and you walk through the city streets. Um, so today is actually Freedom Day, and it's pretty obvious uh, to you as you're walking through the streets. Um, there's a lot of people around, even this early in the morning. Um, you see people are out decorating, um, like blue and yellow streamers around lampposts, um, and you hear the occasional little crack or pop um, of a colorful firework by some child in the street. It doesn't seem like everything's like bumping yet. <laughs> there's still time, um, but people are definitely getting ready for the festivities of the day. Um, so you head to the office, um, and you walk up the steps and get up there. What did we decide it was over? Like a cafe? Yeah, I thought it was like a sandwich shop or yeah, something. Yeah, I, like I think that. it was like your choice, but we never settled. Bakery, maybe? Okay, it can be a bakery. Um, so you're greeted by the smell of, of fresh bread um, as you walk up the steps, and you enter your office. You pass through that frosted glass door has your name on it. Um, and as you as you step inside, um, you're greeted again to the smell of fresh coffee. Um, and you see Hildy is just kind of sitting on the desk and and sipping her coffee, reading the newspaper. Any visitors this morning? Nope, nobody yet. Nice, slow, easy day, I'm hoping, probably because of the holiday. Don't count on it. Last night, remember I got that phone call and then you saw me and I compromising situation uh, I was whole... just about to forget but since you've reminded me yeah I remember so I went down to the uh, grand gateway you went to the gateway at like 3am missing persons are always time sensitive you know so I'm guessing anyway, that phone call was important well did find uh, what appeared to be Callie's body, dead body, very dead body, on the tracks. Um, you see she freezes. Um, she's, like, holding her coffee and the newspaper, and she just looks up at you, like, mouth agape for a second, and then she sets her coffee down and goes, Oh, my God. <sighs> How are we going to tell Mrs. Fortbright? She's going to flip. I hate jobs that get too complicated. Yeah, I... Do we still even have a job? Like, do I mean I found her? Yeah, it looks like I found her. Hope I'm wrong. I got a Dragero type I got to develop here, and maybe the 
some fresh eyes will help shed some light. If not, I'm going to have to go down to the inspector's office. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, um, develop it. I'll keep an eye out here and send away any any potential visitors. <laughs> Unless it is the inspector's office. Unless, of course, it is the inspector's office. We're not on the wrong side of the law at this time. I sure not, hope you're right about that. Not yet. <laughs> okay, so you're going to go develop the photo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you head into that adjacent room off to the right. Um, and head into that little closet and, and get to work uh, developing the photo. Um, it goes pretty smoothly, because I think I established last time I'm not going to make you, you know, make rules to develop the photo or anything. Um, so it goes pretty smoothly, um, but it needs some time to cure. You set it in its little package um, and tuck it away. And just as you're like walking out of the dark room, um, you see uh, or you hear the phone ringing. And Hildy's like, I'll get it. You better. Okay. She walks into the room um, and picks up the phone. What are you doing? Getting some bean sauce. Getting some brown sauce. <laughs> okay. So you pour yourself a cup of coffee um, and you hear um, Hildy being like, slow down. Okay, slow down. Um, and then just kind of a pause for a little moment. She's like, hold on. Let me just get him for you. Um, and she sets it down and says, Ewan, um, it's, it's that kid, Gunther. Wow. Yes, he doesn't owe me my two gold back. <laughs> Actually called. <laughs> All right, you go pick up the phone. Yeah. Um, you hear Gunther goes, hey, it's me. I'm calling just like I promised to. What do you know? Uh, I was actually kind of calling to see what you knew. Like, you know, the other day when you were like, if she's still around, what did you mean by that? Well, like I said, her mom was uh, was worried about her. She hadn't seen her in a day. I uh, thought you said she but... was just overreacting. Yeah, I'm just like, you got me all worried. And then since you talked to me yesterday, I've been looking around and asking around after her. And uh, nobody's seen her. I even talked to Yvelda, that ugly witch, and she hasn't seen her. So I'm just kind of like, you know, freaking out. So if you if you know something, you know, like, I'm just worried about her is all. Well, uh, keep your eyes peeled. I'll let you know if I uh, find anything out. That's it? That's it? That's all you got for me? I'll, I'll do the same. Uh, well, well, I'm going to need another two gold. <laughs> I can't be doing this all day. That's fair. Hey, how I'll about leave it in I, the at the college? How about I'll come by? All right, I got a study hall right at noon. I can come by. You know where my office is? Uh, On my card. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I got it right here. <laughs> and he goes, "Okay, I'll see you then." Beep. Hang up. Um, does he know? I don't know how I'm gonna break this to uh to him and. Mrs. Fortbright yet, but you know, I figure before he finds out, we can get some information out of him. Okay. Um, I was thinking, you know, all right. Um, so it's probably like what, like 9 a.m. right now? Uh, we got time. So you want to head to Grand Gateway? Yeah. How long until that my Dracaro type is? Done Let's say an hour. Oh, okay. 
I guess we'll have to leave it here. Okay. All right. Um, so you guys head uh, to Grand Gateway Station. Um, it's quite a long walk um, from your office. So you get to just kind of observe more of, of the city. Um, and as you're kind of walking around, why don't you... Uh, it is a long walk. It is a very long walk. Um, but you guys don't have a, a car. <laughs> a car. <laughs> a carriage. That's <laughs> what I meant to say. <laughs> um, yeah. But as you're walking along, uh, why don't you roll a perception check? Say twenty-five. Damn. All right. Um, See, I prayed to RNG Jesus before we started. It's <laughs> good. You finally confessed your sins. <laughs> now he's looking favorably upon you. As you are walking through the city, um, you're seeing all these like streamers, all these little dancing lights in the sky as people are are setting up. Um, you also see there's like the normal amount of like buskers and, and tents with little yellow curtains. And as you are, are walking along the street, you notice, uh, I would say about 120 feet or so away from you, somebody that you recognize. It's that tiefling with the broken horn. You see he's talking to like a skinny human man and he throws his arm around the man um, and starts to like walk off with him. The wanted poster that we got last time with that tiefling's picture on it, it didn't have a name or anything, did no, it? No, it just said this man. Okay. Are we walking towards him? Um, yeah, I'd say you see him ahead of you. But he is, he's like walking off to go off a, on a side street. I will, I want to make note of where it is, but he's not really my priority right now, I would say. Okay. I did roll the 21 perception for Hildy. Um, so yeah. Hildy sees him too and goes, and she grabs your arm and she's like, you and you and it's that guy, it's that guy. We got bigger fish on our plate right now. Are you sure? We could just go grab him. You're fast. I got short legs. Listen to respect, Hildy. We're investigating a murder now. Ugh, fine. So, uh, you head to the Grand Gateway Station. Um, when you arrive, it is a much different scene than the one you saw last night. Um, you see there is a, a pretty sizable crowd of people here um you notice about a dozen guards in black and red holding like these tall shields um they seem to be holding back the small crowd of onlookers and, and press um holding them back from the tracks and the and the crime scene beyond the guards um you guys are kind of like peeking around as you approach you see um there are some blankets covering a lifeless lump on the ground and there are a couple of knights uh in these black and red hats regarding the tracks with keen interest on the left of this crowd you see a round man with red cheeks approaching a guard along with a small entourage of like servants and colleagues they look like businessmen so that's do i see the guard from last night um, yeah, I'll say you see the guard from last night. He's he's not dressed the same as these guys. These are clearly different. Like, he's dressed like he's from the I.O. Okay. So these guys are not with the I.O. Yeah, these guys are not I.O. guards. Um, but you can roll, like, a history, perception, insight, if you want to try mm -hmm. to see if you know where they're from. Let's do it. Got a 22 insight. Nice. Um, so you would recognize that this is the regalia of Stein's detective agency. So oh it seems like when the guard called that in, um, it immediately went for bid, and Stein's detective agency took the case. Do I have any contacts? 
at Stein's. No, you don't have any contacts at Stein's. Um, in fact, with your 22 insight, I'll say that you are aware that somebody who you fervently dislike um, is, is a detective at Stein's Detective Agency. His name is Zanek. Um, and he was the captain of the Gingham's Institute Dire Wolves back in your Draconet days. The man who gave you such grievous injury to your knee with a very dirty hit that he didn't get called on. What the <laughs> I'm going to try to get the attention of the guard from last night. Okay. Um, so you see he is there standing um, along with the other guard. Seems to be kind of having a conversation with one of them. Um, most of them are using their shields to just kind of keep people back. So you walk up into the crowd along with Hildy and you guys kind of push through. You know, you see there's some press with their, with their cameras, um, trying not to get jumbled around too much. Um, and you approach where that guard is standing. So I'll say he's like describing the events of, of what happened. Go, yeah, I totally didn't see it coming. You know, like it was just completely random. I was here the whole time and didn't hear nothing, you know. So what do you do? I tap him on the shoulder. Um, he turns around. Hey, buddy. Oh, hey, it's you! This, this is the guy I was telling you about. He was here last night. Um, and you see the guard kind of uh, looks at you, and he looks you up and down, like, from behind his uh, shield. Um, and you see he, he like, turns to go get somebody else. Uh, Let's get arrested. <laughs> the guard that you, from last night, the night watchman, I should say, um, he mm. leans over to you, and he's like, listen, I, I really didn't get the chance to talk to you all my, a whole lot. What happened? Like, did you see anything, or, like... He's, like, trying to get the goss. Because he knows this mm. is going to be, like, beyond him. He's going to fucking tell the newspapers and stuff. Like, do you know hey, who it is was? A, who that girl was? This is an ongoing investigation. Can't really share that information yeah, just that's, yet. That's all these guys will tell me, too. And he puts his hands in his pockets. <laughs> um, you see that other guard of Stein's detective agency... Um, is talking to one of the uh, one of the knights there. They're like wearing, I, I want to imagine like a fedora because it's got to be noir. So it's like a yeah. pinstripe fedora with a red sash. So black and gray, black with gray pinstripes, red sash. Um, but they are yeah. they are clearly clearly knights. Um, you see, uh, this man turns and looks at you. Um, in fact, they both do. One of them is uh, the man that you recognize, uh, Zanuck. He is a hobgoblin man with reddish skin. He's probably about five foot four because hobgoblins are not very tall. <laughs> but he's got reddish skin, uh, jet black hair, and, and really distinctive features. Uh, the other man is a, a little bit more of a rotund uh, human man, and he's a, he's a little taller. We'll say like five nine, you know. Um, and they both look at you, and you see a smile appears on Zanuck's face, and they both uh, walk over to you. Um, and Zanuck goes, Wow, if it isn't the bear! Hey, Don! And he gestures to the other guy. This that guy used to play for the gelatinous cubes. Don't you think juicy cones would have sounded better? Um, and you see Don, like, laughs. He goes, yeah, yeah, really would have. Really would have sounded better. 
Can I assume that when he injured me, it was like the championship game yeah. when we lost because of that? Yeah, no. Or you can say you guys came back to still win after the game. Everybody won uh, in yeah. your name because you got injured. Oh. That's so horrible. All right. <laughs> um, but that was my last victory. But yeah, he comes over to you and he's like, So, you win? This guard tells me you were hovering over the body of this girl last night. You know, you're going to have to answer some questions about that. Uh, I was uh, tracking down a uh, missing person, Callie Fortbright. Um, you got a tip. He looks chuffed. Um, and he says, so it's true. You're working as a PI. That right. Was it Was it because you couldn't get a job with a real agency? Had to go in on your own? And he looks at Don and he goes, all brawn, no brain, I tell you. I follow my own leads. Clearly. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> went went real good that missing persons case. Well, tell you what. Founder, didn't I? <laughs> tell you what. Why don't you Why don't you come back to our office and so we can put you through a little interrogation? What's in it for me? What's in it for you is I clear you. You know you're a you're a loose end right now. Well, if you want to charge me with something, go ahead. But until you do, I'm a free man. And I'm gonna keep working this case. Um, you see, he he actually looks like a little irritated, <laughs> and he goes, "Listen, now that the big boys are involved, why don't you just leave it to the professionals? All right? Stay out of my way, all right?" Ah, uh, bear, bear! He puts his hand on your shoulder, and he's like, "You still upset about the knee thing? It was just an unlucky uh, hit. Things happen in the sport sometimes." It's a beautiful and brutal game, but there are rules. Yeah, yeah, I see. Is that why you didn't go pro? Because all the rules? Nah, nagging injury. Wonder where I got it. <laughs> Interesting. That's that's weird, though. I heard the doctors got you all fixed up. Got you right fixed up. You know, I heard a little something about the real reason you didn't go pro. You should want to know what people are saying about you. Man's got nothing but his reputation. I went out on top. Do you want to hear what he has to say? Next time. Uh, I got my last word in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you walk away. Um, I'm sure, it's not the last time I'll see this this jokester. Yeah, you see, he just kind of turns back to Don, his partner, and uh, and kind of chats uh, with him a little bit as you walk away. Um, and the last thing you hear is uh, he he yells out once you're a good like 15, 20 feet away. He says, "Don't leave town, Ewan. Don't leave town." So you can see. Uh, Everything else that is kind of happening here, obviously, they're conducting their investigation. The whole Stein's detective agency. Um, there's a, a lot of press here, which is, like, a little weird. Um, like, how did they get word of this so fast? Um, and then there's also that businessman, that rotund, round, uh, red-faced businessman who's talking to one of the guards from Stein's. Actually, like, arguing with him. Like, red-faced arguing, yelling at him. Can I see if I know who that is? Oh, why don't you make like a history check? Is it 18 history? Okay. I'm going to say um, you you do have a bit of a recollection of this guy, maybe because you saw his picture in the newspaper that you were reading. Um, this guy, his name is Mr. Nimbus, um, and he is an assistant to the Senator Bertolt Gumfrey, um, so works for uh, Utopia Exchange. Hildy's like looking at you after that interaction with Zanek and she's like, 
uh, seemed personal. We have history from yeah. back in my playing days. I see. He was kind of a douchebag. He used to respect everyone who got on that Draconet field, but then I met him. <laughs> wow, that's a little unsportsmanlike of you, but I like it. I like Dark Ewan. <laughs> All right, so what do you want to do? Uh, what's it say? Um, when I was investigating Callie, she had, like, mud caked on her shoes and legs. I know it's been a day or two at this point. Is there any way I could look around and try and look for, like, a source of the mud or even tracks, possibly? I know it's been a while, but... So are you trying to look around the train station for this stuff? Yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. start here and... Okay, I'll let you roll an out. investigation check to look around the train station. Right. Um, you hear this this argument kind of coming to an end um, as you're you're walking away. Um, this guy's like, Utopia Exchange needs this train up and moving as fast as possible. Um, and then the guard's like, there's nothing we can do. Active investigation. And he sends the guy off. Um, and you see he stomps away along with his, um, his associates. I got a 12 investigation. All right. Um, so you search around, um, I'm gonna have Hildy be a little involved, I'll have her roll one as well. She's got a zero, but she still rolled better than you. <laughs> so, and I have a plus ten. Yeah, so she rolled a sixteen on the investigation, so I'll say the both of you split up and you check around the, the train station to see if there's any muddy tracks coming into here. Um, you don't find anything resembling like this kind of mud i'd say it's pretty dirty and probably to you ewan it's really hard to tell the difference between one type of mud and another um mm -hmm. but it's pretty dirty because a lot of people are moving through here um but you check mm -hmm. the whole like surrounding area and when you and hildy finally meet back up she's she kind of shrugs and she's like i think i can confidently say Whoever had their boots caked in mud was not walking here to the train station. Whether that be her, her killer. Thought that might be the case. So this this whole section here to the west of the map, this is all like farmland kind of yeah, area? Yeah. Or is that like suburbs? That's farmland. Okay. So what time is it right now? Um, I'll say you guys have probably spent a couple hours. Well, it takes an hour alone to walk there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'd say two about two hours have passed. So that's gonna put you right around eleven ish. All right. So we should head back to the office and meet with Gunther. Okay. Um. So you guys um turn to leave the train station. As you turn and start walking away, um, you see a a carriage rolling up and comes to a stop. Um, and the door swings open. You see the servant comes around and offers a hand to help out the person from the carriage, and you see it's Mrs. Fortbright. She steps out of the carriage, um, clutching her purse very tightly with both hands, um, and kind of shakily and nervously starts walking just towards the, the station, towards the crowd. All right. I will attempt to intercept. Okay. So you walk up and you see her there. Um, you see she sees you. Um, and she gasps. She's terrified to see you here. Um, and you see she just starts, like, crying. Like, tears start rolling down her cheeks. You, 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 
Tell me. Tell me the truth. Mrs. Fortbright, it does look like uh, they have Callie over there. We're still working this case, though. We're going to come to the bottom of it. How is she? She, like, puts a hand on your on your arm and clutches it tightly. How is she? Is she okay? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like, she's uh, looking at your face for the slightest glimmer of hope to cling on to. She doesn't know. Or... <laughs> uh, let the uh, investigators do their jobs, but at this point, it doesn't look good. Um, you see she she stares at your face, um, and she can see, like, your hesitation, and she looks at Hildy, and she sees Hildy, like, avoids eye contact with her, um, and she just, like, falls to the ground, like, just totally drops her feet underneath her and begins wailing, just wailing super loudly. You see a bunch of the crowd, like, turns and looks, even some of the press turn around. Um, and, and kind of, like, run over to get the picture. Um, so I imagine she's, like, in, kind of in your arms, whether you want her to be or not. You're, like, holding her a little bit. And Hildy comes and grabs her. Uh, can we try and put her back in the carriage? Okay. You <laughs> get back in there. <laughs> I guess uh, persuasion, if you're trying to get her to go, and the strength, if you're just lifting her and putting her... And forcing her in the carriage. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Uh, 14 strength. Okay, 14 strength. Um, she's a pretty frail old lady, so I'll say with Hildy's help, it's probably not too hard. You just kind of like, all right, and lift her up and put her in the carriage. Um, you tell the... Just tell the chauffeur. She doesn't need to be here right now. Um, the chauffeur nods, um, and uh, Hildy looks at you and she's like... If you don't mind, I'm going to go with her. She shouldn't be alone. And the chauffeur whips the horse, and uh, they're off. Uh, I'm going to head back to the office to meet up with uh, with Gunther. Okay. And I'm going to think to myself, uh, the city snuffed out another young star. You and you begin the hour-long walk to your office, and you finally arrive, and um, as you head up the stairs, you turn the corner, um, and you see Gunther's, like, sitting in the hallway, um, and he's, like, etching into the wall, and then when you turn the corner, he, like, quickly, like, pulls his little knife away and, like, oh, hey! What an a-hole. Uh, I was just, you know, waiting for you. What took you so long? You know how it is. Can't be in two places at once. All right. Well, you know. Not yet. I can just take that two gold and skedaddle. Listen, Gunther, why don't we uh, have a little chat while you're here? Uh, okay. Let's go in the interrogation room. Okay. Um, you open the door to the interrogation room. Gunther, like, walks in a little nervously and... Pulls out one of the chairs and sits on it backwards. Nice. So he can lean over it. And he's like precariously leaning on the two, like just the two legs. Um, and it's a tough move for a short guy. Yeah, he's but... <laughs> really trying to make it work. Um, he's like, yeah, so talk to all my buddies and uh, all Callie's friends. And 
Oh, they're such assholes. Um, you see, he seems like upset about something. What happened? He like rolls his eyes. Uh, why don't you roll a persuasion? It's an eleven. He goes, ah, oh, it's nothing. It's just, you know, girls being stupid. So, uh, Gunther, you said you saw Callie uh, two days ago, and then you were supposed to go on a date with her that night. She never showed. Yeah, yeah, we were supposed. Where to... were you supposed to meet? Well, we were going to that play, uh, that new play that's in town. I managed just to secure some tickets, you know, um, and we were supposed to meet outside the theater. But she didn't show. Have you, like, gotten any closer, you know, to finding her or anything? I really think you should talk to, like, Yavelda. She's hiding something, for sure, for sure. Uh, Gunther, you might want to sit down correctly in a safe manner. Why? You know, I only have a little bit of time before class. Uh, he looks out the window to try to get a gauge of where the sun is. <laughs> Doesn't have one of those wrist-mounted sundials? <laughs> yeah, he's got a wrist-mounted sundial. <laughs> he goes through the window to get some light. <laughs> hey, which way's north? <laughs> oh. Came across a gruesome scene last night. Looks like uh, Callie had an accident with the train, the lightning rail. Um, he's, like, teetering in the chair and then, like, comes to a stop. And then the chair, like smacks on the ground as it sits up up normally and he's like uh is she okay she didn't make it what uh he sits there in like silence and with just like a look of shock on his face i want to get to the bottom of this as much as anybody and if you really cared about callie you'll help me with anything you know uh, you see he stands up and he grabs his backpack and he goes I, I, I gotta go and he starts to walk away like he's like he's ill like physically ill I want to toss him two gold okay you uh, you toss two gold at him he's like too jaded to notice doesn't realize uh, so I imagine you go up and put two gold in his yeah. hand yeah put it in his little tiny greasy little hand it's a little hand he like stares at it for a while and then he looks up at you and he goes okay and walks down the hallway Gunther, this isn't over by a long shot all right yes it is kelly's dead he runs <laughs> he runs down the steps i think that went pretty well All right, you think to yourself as you shut the door behind you, <laughs> behind him. Hey, I had to tell I had to tell Gunther and Mrs. Fortbright, and I think it went okay. <laughs> as much they're, as it could. They're, they're dealing with it in very different ways. That much is true. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Hildy gets back, I'm gonna be like, "Can you go? Can you go to Gunther and help him out?" <laughs> All right. Um, so, what is your plan? A little after twelve, um, you can retrieve your uh, Dragero type if you like. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Let's get my Dragero type, and I imagine I have like a magnifying glass, and I want to just go over. Okay. So you want to spend just some time studying yeah. it. Yeah. 
I want to get this scene. Okay. Um, so why don't you roll an investigation check? I imagine you, you spend like the next hour just like sitting at your desk, drinking brandy, staring at this Stragerotype and trying to get like a, a feel from it. Like you operate on hunches and vibes. So, <laughs> so you're trying to, yeah, that too. trying to catch a, yeah. a vibe from it. But instead of brandy, it's going to be like Irish coffees. Okay, Irish coffees. Yeah, because you know it's going to be another long night. <laughs> Yeah, but it's only like whatever. Yeah, it's like twelve thirty. Like but you already know at twelve thirty it's gonna be a long night. Immediately takes a nap. Um, so I'll let you. I'll let you roll. Um, how about two investigation checks? Two investigation checks. First one is a twenty-two, Thanks. and a thirteen. Okay. Um, so you spend a long time with this photo, um, looking for any potential piece of evidence that you might have missed, um, and also kind of in a way getting to know Callie Fortbright. You stare at the expression on her face, um, which it kind of communicates like shock to you. Obviously, she's not frozen and in, in rigor mortis her face isn't exactly the same but you read from her eyes you know like the the parting of her lips that she she looks shocked like this came out of nowhere somehow um so whether that's a train coming out of nowhere or a betrayal coming out of nowhere or just death in general coming out of nowhere um, that seems seems likely to you. Um, but as you are, are gazing at this image, um, you notice maybe it's like just a mark on the on the image, but it seems like on her her wrist, the one wrist that is visible to you, um, it seems like there's like a cut that just goes across her wrist a little bit diagonally. It's just dark on the image. Um, what? What grade was she in? Do I know? What I'm trying to learn from this is like, what level of proficiency did she have in magic? Like, would she have been easy target, or would she's like a trained enough mage to, you know, take care of herself? Um, she's she's pretty young, so I would say she would be like a sophomore. Freshman yeah, like she's kind of novicey. Yeah, she's she's pretty novice, but she's not like, you know, it's not totally unbeknown to her. All right, so. We're going to try and follow the other clues I got from the scene to the main one, which could be like where she was last would be um, trying to figure out where the manure on her feet came from. Okay. So we found out that she went to school that day and then she was supposed to go to the play. Does I'm assuming the newspaper says what time the play was supposed to occur right yeah yeah we'll say it's an 8 p.m start so she got out of school at like two or three mm-hmm. went missing somewhere between two and eight yeah on day one where in this city about was the is the um theater i'm gonna say it would be in the old district which is this tiny little town mm-hmm. down here mm-hmm it's a historic building, a historic theater in the heart of Arbolia. It would be like a straight shot from a school there. Probably like a what, like a 30 minute walk. Yeah, if she walked straight from school. Yeah. 
now. Um, I think we're going to go investigate at Zipporah more. See if I can talk to um, Alessa or uh, Yavelda and try and narrow down that two to eight window when she went missing. Okay. See if they know if she had any plans before her date. So... You head back to the school. Like I said, it's an open campus um, with these kind of fun, wonky buildings. And you walk on campus. You already kind of know where to hang out to try to catch a glimpse of either Alessa or Yavelda. Um, so which one are you trying to look for? Uh, I'll go with Yavelda because I didn't get a chance to talk to her last time. Okay. Um, so do you have in your notes what her school was? School of Magic? Yes, she is nature. So you head uh, to that building and kind of just hang out in the area for a while. You do have a bit of a description on Yavelda. So why don't you roll a perception check to look around? She's an orc and she's a big girl. Uh, it's going to be a 15. Um, so yeah, you kind of hang out for a while and you peer around, um, but you don't see any sign of Yavelda. So whether she's slipping under your nose or she's again not here, you're not sure. Should I check study hall B? Okay. Um, so you head uh, to study hall B and you walk in to the building. Um, you don't have a visitor's pass for today. So oh, no. if you, you just kind of want to go unseen, why don't you roll a stealth check? Uh, it's a 19 nice. stealth. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you kind of, you know, put your hood up and look a little bit like a slacker. And people, nobody nobody questions you. So you walk along and you make it to the door of Study Hall B. And they have a little, like, window in the door. And you peer mm -hmm. inside and you see one person you recognize. That's Alessa. Um, she's sitting there with her round face. Um, and she's, like, talking and laughing with a large orc girl. Oh, boy. Alright, going in. Okay. Um, you open the door and come in. Um, you see they both uh, turn to you and, and give you a look. And Alessa goes, oh my god, it's this stalker again. This is the guy I was telling you about, Yavelda. Um, and you see she looks you up and down and she goes, he's kind of cute. <laughs> and she goes, oh, gross. What do you want? I... I'm going to have to break this to, like, everybody. <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> I guess. You can do whatever you want. Still uh, investigating Callie's disappearance. Okay. Wondering if you guys wanted to help me out, you know, sooner. The sooner I finish my investigation, the sooner I get out of your hair. Honestly, I don't really want to help you out, and I feel like I've helped you out enough already. So you can just go. Um, you see Yavelda doesn't say anything, um, but she's just like looking at you. So you can try to roll a persuasion check. The 18 persuasion. Thanks. Um, you see Yavelda goes, I'll answer a couple questions. And Alessa right. just rolls her eyes. We can see who Callie's real friend is. <laughs> um, you see Alessa like picks up her books and goes and sits on the si same side of the table as Yavelda so that you can <laughs> sit on the other side. Right. Sit down like Commander Riker. Okay. Yeah, where you step over the chair and sit. Except, except I'm too short. <laughs> you you struggle for a little bit to lift your leg completely over the chair. 
<laughs> Yvelda like smiles at it and Alessa just like puts her her forehead in her hand and it's just like so <laughs> embarrassing. Um All right, what is it, uh detective boy? Detective boy. Yeah, detective boy. So Callie's missing, huh? Maybe she finally ran away from home. I uh, wouldn't count on it. So she was supposed to meet Gunther two days ago at the play. Do you know uh, where she went after school that day? Um, you see she smiles a little bit and she goes, maybe she went to see a different guy, a more handsome guy than Gunther. You think about that? And you see Alessa like slaps her on the arm. Uh, can I insight that yeah, roll, piece of information? Roll insight. It's a 22 insight. Um, it's clear to you that, like, Yvelda, she probably doesn't know where she went, but she obviously has some reason to think this. Like, she's mm. she's referencing something in particular, um, but it might not necessarily be true that she, that's where she went after school. And in fact, Le Alessa looks at you and she goes, we have no clue where Callie went after school, okay? We don't keep tabs on her. We don't keep tabs on her. She can do whatever she wants. If she wants to date that ugly halfling, that's her right. So who would be a more good-looking guy that she might date? Good-looking person. Um, you see Yvelda uh, looks at Alessa, and Alessa just kind of gives her that subtle, like, girl, like, eye-widening, you know? <laughs> you wouldn't know, but... <laughs> Sometimes girls just look at each other and do the subtle, like, she does that to her, and Yovelda crosses her arms, and she says, no one in particular. Mm. I think we're done here now, so are we free to go, or are you de detaining us, officer? Officer boy to you. <laughs> yeah, officer <laughs> man-child is more like it. Hmm. <laughs> Man, I don't know if telling them the truth would like leverage more information out of them or they would just shut up. They would probably just shut up. That would be my guess. Can I yeah. incite that very question? To see if they would shut up about it? Okay. If I think I'll they let you, would. I'll yeah. let you roll insight on their behavior so far and see what it tells you about them as people. Yeah. On, on kind of everything you've gathered. They're unwilling to spill the beans generally. It's only a 12. Yeah, it definitely seems like these two are... There's something they're hiding, because of course there is. There's also something that Gunther is hiding, um, because mm. you've had the question of why he ran from you. It seems like everybody's got something, um, but these two in particular, um, it seems like they are even less willing to talk now that they're here together. Mm. Like, Alessa was a little helpful when she was alone. Yeah. But I also had Hildy there as a go-between. Basically, you get that you're getting nothing from them. Okay. I am... I want to just get up in a normal fashion. Mm -hmm. like, a like a human person would do. Okay. And just hand them each a business card. Say, if, uh, if you think of anything else that'll help, this is where you can get in touch. <laughs> 
Um, you see Yavelda kind of smiles and laughs. Alessa takes it out of your hand um, and then promptly tosses it into the wastebasket while you're still in the room. They Those cost money. You get up and leave. <laughs> Do you fish your business card out of the <laughs> Yeah, straighten it up. <laughs> yeah, uncrumple it and put it back in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you walk out of the room and you just hear Alessa go, oh, freak. I ain't got money like that. <laughs> All right. What's your plan? Man. So, the night that I ran into Gunther, that was the night that he was supposed to go on the date with Callie. Yeah. So, do I remember where that was? Like, why was he... So he was on the docks. You were walking on the docks, and that's mm. where he ran into you. Mm-hmm. So you're getting on a good topic now, which is the topic of the alibi. Mm-hmm. He was not at home or at the play. Let me go to where I ran into him and do some snooping. Okay, so you're going to head down to the docks? To the docks. Docks and snoop around. All right. Um... Maybe we can run into Harry for a third time. Um, you wanted to just kind of investigate around the docks. Um, what in particular are you looking for? I want to know why Gunther was over there, because obviously it's not super close to where he was supposed to meet Callie. And I kind of bumped into him around that same time when he was supposed to be there. So I want to see if he had a reason to be over there. Um, so, yeah, you get down to the docks um, and you uh, you find about the spot where Gunther had bumped into you. I guess roll an investigation check um, and let me know what you're, what you're kind of trying to see, I guess. So I remember that when Gunther came to my office when he was waiting around he was like carving in the wall and i want to see if like maybe he like left his signature somewhere you know okay uh, i got a 19 in no oh, investigation my bad yeah, got a 13 would, well it would be a, even better if we use that first roll you'd get a 23 <laughs> um so yeah we'll we'll use your first dice roll um okay. so with a 23 you check around the docks and i'll say you kind of um go down onto the beach there maybe to get some fresh air and you notice uh, beneath one of the piers there seems to be like a wall that's covered in graffiti um, and as you kind of approach and take a little bit of a closer look at it you see um, some similar motifs um, like you see some like spider graffiti you see another one of those that says like wake up with the little devil tail and in fact you see quite a few little um, like devil tails and then down in the corner on one of the posts uh, you see carved into it <laughs> Gunther skates <laughs> yeah with a z at the end um, maybe Gunther has a skateboard <laughs> I establish a lot of, like, weird facts about Gunther. One, that he's into anime that doesn't exist. Two, he's a hipster. Three, he skateboards. <laughs> These are three things about Gunther you gotta know. So, if you're a hipster in olden times, does that just mean you're very contemporary? 
<laughs> well, I, I imagined, I was saying he was a hipster because I imagined that he dressed exactly like the hobbits in Lord of the Rings with, like, the capri yeah, yeah. hobbit pants and the suspenders and stuff, but in, like, a cool way, you know? Like, it's a good look. It's, like, in, like, a cool way. Because he's in a big city, but dressing like that, that's hipster. Yeah. Um, I want to get a picture of that. Okay. Um, so you take a step back, um, you take a photo using charisma for the artistic integrity of your photo. <laughs> the artistic value of it. Now you're just trying to be like Gunther, though. <laughs> That's what yeah, I should have... It's very hipster to get, like, pictures of, like, street art and stuff. Yeah, it's very hipster to get artistic photos, you know? Like, you got, like, the shadows are all right, and the angle's right, and you get a little bit of the waves in there. Uh, oh, 24. Nice. Um, you take... You take just the most beautiful image of this uh, of this graffiti. It's very clearly easy to read. Um, Gunther skates, as well as all the other um, kind of cryptic graffiti, um, whatever these kids these days be talking about. All right, so I want to kind of go up uh, above the because we're kind of like under the pier here. Go up and and ask around and see like why do. Why do the kids hang out around here? Are they, like, into drugs? Are they in a gang or something? Okay. What's Gunther doing out here? All right. Um, so just roll a general investigation check to kind of ask around all the people and see what these kids be doing these days. Sort of canvassing the area. We got a 22. Okay. Um, so you go around. Um, you do a lot of questioning. There's a lot of dock workers who are just kind of doing their business, going about their day. Mm -hmm. And um, aren't really keen to talk to you, um, but you do meet like a older woman um, who's like a like a concerned citizen, and she's like, "Those rascally kids these days are always hanging out under the docks in the evenings, and you know, doing their drugs and drinking their alcohol and having little fires, which is very dangerous. You're like right underneath the dock. What if the dock catches fire? Somebody needs to do something about this." Uh, that's not, uh, that's not really my department, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm starting a neighborhood watch. All right. <laughs> we just have to band together and keep these hoodlums out of our city. All right. She walks away. Um, and as you're kind of like, uh, finishing your notes and, and wondering what you want to do next, you feel a little tap on your arm. Hello? You turn and you see this tiefling woman standing there. Um, and she kind of eyes you up and down. She's wearing like this uh, cropped little jacket and she's got her hands in her pockets. And she says, I heard you asking around. Are you looking for something? Yeah, investigating a uh, disappearance. I see. Seen, an, uh, seen any suspicious activity around here? Um, she kind of smirks at that, and she goes, um, she, like, puts her thumb on your cheek and goes, You look like you could use a pick-me-up. You look tired. Uh, I don't get much sleep in my line of work. I've got something that could help. I could really use something to clear my head right now. Um, you see she reaches into a little inside pocket of her jacket and she pulls out a little white tablet and she kind of flashes it to you. 
discreetly. I'll tell you what, this will give you the best night's sleep of your life. And I'll give it to you at a first time buyer's discount. Seven silver pieces. I really can't think straight right now. Whatever helped me. Um, she holds her hand out. You pay her seven silver. She lays the tablet. She kind of tucks it into your hand. Um, and then she starts to walk away and she turns back and she says, My name is Erinesis. You see me around and you want some more? Let me know. And she walks away. Shady folks down here at the docks. <laughs> Who, you? <laughs> Drug customers. Drug customer. <laughs> All right, so you've got... Um... I, I assume this is, like, illegal. Oh, yeah. Illegal oh, yeah, for sure. A substance. Right. Yes. I will take it. Okay. Um, so you uh, pop that tablet back. Um, and your eyes kind of dilate when you open your eyes. It's like you're seeing a, a newly refreshed world. And for the first time in a long time, you feel fully rested. Um, so you get the benefits of a long rest. Sick. Get everything back. Hit points. Yes. Spell slots. Yes. Go. Bardic inspiration. Yes. Give me. Um, you, you do feel great. It's not like you feel, oh, beyond, like being fully rested, but how often is somebody really fully rested? <laughs> Even if you get eight, those eight hours, you do not wake up feeling fresh, but right now you feel fresh. wonders why he keeps getting interrupted at night keeps giving out his phone number to yeah, everyone you give it to everyone <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous 